It is truly a courageous act to recognize and embrace that which you are. And when we recognize ourselves, we are by default asking others to recognize us too. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Seek the Joy podcast. Happy Seek the Joy Tuesday. I'm your host, Sydney Weiss, and this week it's a solo episode. It's just you and me, and I couldn't be more excited. When was the last time I did a solo episode? I guess it's been about two months since I've recorded and released a solo episode, and oh, I'm just excited. I use that word so much, but I literally am. It is so much fun for me to sit down and record for Seek the Joy podcast. It's so much fun for me to sit down and work on the show. And I just love every single minute of it. And it's a good reminder for me to actually voice that and to say that. And a good reminder for anyone that's listening that I think when we create something, when we share something when we produce something that we love and we're really excited about and brings us joy and we're passionate about it. I think we can get lost in the details sometimes. We can get lost in this way of thinking that everything that we do and create and produce has to be so quote unquote successful. And I say quote unquote successful because I think we often measure success by number of downloads or number of purchases or followers, but success is really what you get out of the experience of creating. So remember that, keep it close to you because we can get caught up and frustrated and discouraged. And I think that's why sometimes we stop creating, we stop sharing because we lose sight of the way in which something makes us feel and the reason why we're doing it and had no intentions of starting off this week's show with that but I felt really compared to say compared whoa compelled to say that and to share that and if you're tuning in to this episode around the time that it airs you'll notice there's something new and different and dare I say maybe swanky <laughs> I don't even know why I said swanky, but there's something new and different and exciting about Seek the Joy podcast. We have new, I have new cover art, and I'm really just so happy to share this with you guys. It's the first time that my face and my name has actually been attached to the cover art or the branding, I guess you could say, for this podcast. And when I first started the show, my whole goal, my whole mission, and that still remains today, was to create something and a space to share um, shared experiences and stories and uplift each other's voices and create connection and community. And so for me, the focus has always been on community, on you, on the messaging of the show. And so it never felt right, comfortable even, to attach my name or attach my face to the podcast, but I'm learning more and more that this element of community, this aspect of community, I am part of it. Who I am, what I share, my voice, my face, my name is part of Seek the Joy podcast and I really need to step forward in that. I really want to step forward in that. Um, I feel kind of weird and uncomfortable even saying that. I don't know. I've never been somebody that's been super comfortable in, um, attaching me to something that I create. 
Does that make sense? I don't know if you can resonate with that, but I think sometimes we create things, we produce things, we share things without wanting to fully attach who we are to it because I think when we don't fully attach ourselves, it allows us to share more comfortably or easily when we remove like this aspect or this element of vulnerability. It's almost as if it removes some of the fear and some of the trepidation and some of the caution that we might feel if we're not personalizing it. Well, that's a lot of honking outside. Maybe that's like an enunciation, like a like a yes from the universe. Like it allows us to remove some of the fear or the trepidation that we have when we don't fully attach ourselves to something. But I'm learning that when you allow yourself to fully step forward in who you are, to fully step forward in what it is that you've created to attach your name or your photo or your voice or whatever it might be to it. It's asking yourself, it's asking ourselves to fully embody what it is that we've created. It's asking ourselves to fully embody who we are. And so by attaching my name and my face to the cover art and the branding for Seek the Joy podcast, I'm really forcing myself to fully embody what it is that I've created, what it is that I'm sharing with the world through Seek the Joy podcast, through this platform, and honestly, everything else that has come and is going to come from it. And maybe the word forcing is the wrong word, but I'm challenging myself. I'm asking myself to fully step forward, to fully own, to fully be who I am and what this podcast is. And it's an element of embodiment. And I feel like this theme of embodiment, this concept of embodiment, keeps coming up time and time and time again for me. And gosh, it's so funny. I had literally no intention of talking about this um, in this week's episode. But last weekend was the first time that I picked up my journal in the last six months. <laughs> And that feels like a really long time. And when I started my new job in January, I mean, my entire schedule changed. And I honestly found it to be be more and more difficult to pick up my journal, to find time to express myself through my writing. I think the same way that I was towards the middle or end of 2018. And, and so I really had to put my journaling practice down. I really had to put my meditation practice down. Even my kundalini practice has changed. I honestly have not been able to step foot in a yoga class in the last six months because during the week I don't get home most days until eight o'clock and then on the weekends I'm so tired that I just want to see my friends or I want to go to the movies or truthfully I just want to stay in bed most of the time and so in many ways something had to give and so I wasn't going to stop working on Seek the Joy podcast I didn't want to but the things that had to give were journaling were meditation were yoga and so I've been feeling this strong urge lately to revisit those practices to return to them but not really sure when and this has brought up a lot of different emotions and um, thoughts and feelings. But last weekend, I picked up my journal for the first time in six months. And I had no idea what I was going to write or what I was going to share. But I just felt this really strong pull to pick up my journal and just write. And so honestly, everything that I've shared on Instagram 
or Facebook or whatever it might be over the last six months is always something that comes to me in the moment. And I've been whooping out like the notes section on my phone and would type something out really quickly and just post it on Instagram. But I haven't allowed myself or made the time. I'm not sure totally which one it is yet, but I haven't really allowed myself the space to just sit down and just write and just journal. And so last weekend was the first time that I've allowed myself to do this and to just consciously sit down and write. And as I pulled out my journal and as I pulled out my pink pen, (laughs) because it is pink, I felt myself just in that moment break wide open. Like I could feel that space in between my rib cages just crack, just explode. And I could actually started crying. And it was really the first time in a long time that I allowed myself to feel and be present in my own expression, in my own journey, because I'm realizing right now as I'm speaking and as I'm sharing that I've been kind of superficially riding my wave of self-exploration, of growth, of healing in the last six months, if, if that makes sense. And I think it was definitely out of necessity because my bandwidth, what I could tolerate, what I could carry with me, what I could work through or allow myself to shift through has changed. And in some ways, I think I really needed to create distance between myself and my practice, create distance between who I am in my career and who I am as an introspective and meditative and connected and very deep and reflective in my thinking and in my work and in my self-work. And I felt a really strong need, I think, over the last six months to create that separation, to create that distance because of all of the shifts and the changes and the newness um, that has been happening in my life. But in journaling last weekend, And again, this past weekend, it really reminded me that there is no separation. I've found at least in my own life that sometimes, depending on the environment, depending on the circumstance or the people that we're with or the relationships that we're in, that we choose to sometimes express a certain version of ourselves. And I often call it self-preservation, that we do things or we say things or we be a certain way to protect ourselves. That element of self-preservation, I think, comes from that need of wanting to protect, but maybe it also comes from an insecurity. Whatever it might be, we allow ourselves to be shapeshifters, to be chameleons. And I think over time, that can be really painful. That can be really difficult. And I'm realizing and learning that Even though we may often feel like we need to be a chameleon, that we need to be a shapeshifter, even though we may often feel like we need to present a specific version of who we are to ourselves or to the world, the truth is is that there really is no difference. There really is no separation. And so, I think I'm just going to share it. I think I'm just going to do it. I would really would love to share with you what I journaled last weekend And oh my God, I'm like getting very nervous (laughs) in this moment. This is, I don't know, super vulnerable of me to share because I'm not sure I've ever shared this version of my writing on the podcast before or have been this open about 
the ways in which my writing can often show up. But okay, here we go. This is a little piece of what I wrote last weekend. You have not allowed yourself to feel, see, and be the love that you are because the softness you carry within, the essence of your being, is not loved by you. When you choose to fully embody the love that you are, the softness, the stillness, the courage of your own heart, you will begin to see and feel the love reflected within, reflected without. There is no distinction between love of self and love of other. We are all intertwined. We are all one. You have allowed yourself to remain disconnected out of self-preservation and fear of what it would really mean to tune in when the environment around you asks that you tune out. But your consciousness, love, and joy remains no matter what environment or circumstance in which you find yourself. This page that I wrote last weekend really got me thinking about the fact that we can often be chameleons in our lives. We can be shapeshifters in our lives. We choose to adapt to situations differently, right? Depending on what that moment or circumstance or person or relationship or whatever it might be is asking of us. But the truth is you are always who you are. You are always all of these versions that you choose to project and protect wrapped into one. So despite the environment that you're in, despite the consciousness that you might find yourself surrounded by, no matter what lesson that moment or circumstance or person or situation is meant to teach you, you are still the essence of who you are, no matter the environment, no matter the circumstance, no matter the person. And I think that this is so, so, so important for us to remember because You can always choose to be true to who you are, no matter what. But I know that this can be difficult. I have witnessed and experienced firsthand just how difficult this is because, as an example, we can often find ourselves in an angry or a hostile, agitated, stressful environment or circumstance or even conversation, whatever it might be. And it can be so easy to mirror the anger, the agitation, the stress that is being reflected. It is so easy to fall into that. But the truth is, is that you can still choose to be and remain rooted in your kindness, in your softness, in your courage, in your ability to ground yourself and then by default ground others around you. You can still make the conscious decision and choice to continue to tune in to who you really are despite what the environment or the circumstance or the person or the relationship might be asking of you. What I have found, I think, so deeply for myself, especially as I continue to work on myself, and I'm sure you find this too as you continue to work on yourself, is that the circumstances or the people around us are often a mirror of the work that we need to do. They're often a mirror of the lessons that we are working through or moving through and And like I said, it can be easy to fall into this idea that we need to shape shift, that we need to blend in, that we need to mirror what it is that is being reflected at us. And it's easy to feel like you need to be like everyone else, especially when who you are 
that softness that you carry, that kindness, that courage to lead with your heart is not exactly mirrored or reflected around you. But I think the message here for me, and I think for you too, is that no matter what, you can still choose to be who you are. Because that softness you carry, that essence of your being, who you are, the choice to continue to tune into that, no matter where you are, no matter what you're faced with or who, you, who you're with, is the greatest gift that you can give yourself. And then I think, by default, others. It's really a gift and a choice to continue to embody your authentic voice and your truth and your self-love because when we take on the anger or the agitation or the stress of the environment or the circumstance around us, when we don't allow our own joy or passion and self-love to carry us through any given moment, we are doing ourselves and the ways in which we want to show up in the world and the ways in which we know ourselves to be a total disservice. The other element of what I wrote really got me thinking about this element of self-love and how it ties into this feeling of being a shapeshifter or being a chameleon. And I have in my life in so many ways always felt the need to be a shapeshifter or to adapt to the person or the circumstance or the environment around me. And it always comes back to self-love or maybe a lack thereof. And it, this concept of self-love has been coming up quite a lot this year. And we have a podcast episode coming out at the end of the month all about self-love. But there are always varying degrees of self-love, right? Often self-love is the choice to continue to love ourselves in any given moment, despite how we did or didn't show up. It can manifest itself in self-care and how we treat ourselves. But there's also this element of self-love which is the choice to fully embody who you are in any given moment, in any given environment, despite what it is that you are experiencing. That, to me, is the ultimate form of self-love. When you choose to continue to show up as you are, who you are, knowing who you are, embodying the essence of who you are, no matter the person you're with, no matter the environment that you're in, no matter what that moment is asking of you, the choice to continue to be who you are is the greatest form of self-love. And until you fully embody who you are, until you fully embody the love that you are, I don't know if we're fully practicing our own self-love. So when we shut ourselves off from our own connections, when we shut ourselves off from being who we are, from stepping forward in our knowingness of ourselves, from allowing ourselves to fully embody it and let it spill over into everything that we do, yes, it's a form of self-preservation in that moment, but in some ways, I'm starting to think that That element of self-preservation is a way of allowing ourselves to hold ourselves back. Because, and I'm learning this more and more, it is truly a courageous act to recognize and embrace that which you are. And when we recognize ourselves, we are by default asking others to recognize us too. So this element of self-preservation when we feel like we need to protect ourselves 
from allowing ourselves to fully step forward in who we are, from allowing ourselves to share that with others, we're holding ourselves back. We're not allowing ourselves to fully step forward in who we are and embodying it. Because I truly believe, seriously, in my heart of hearts, that at our core, we are all love. We are all connected. Our through line is our compassion and our kindness and our understanding and our knowingness and our willingness to be brave and to be courageous in embracing that and allowing it to lead us in every single direction in our lives. And so when we return to this knowing, when we return to this understanding, to this choice to embody who we are and to not apologize for it and to step forward and wave the flag of who we are and let others know about it too. And when we step forward and embody all of the love and the compassion and the kindness and softness that we carry within, it's a return to knowing that there isn't anything that you have to do and there isn't anything that you have to change. You just simply have to allow yourself to be and to be who you are. So no matter who you are, no matter what you're creating, no matter what circumstance or relationship or conversation or environment that you find yourself in, attach who you are to it. Allow it to step forward and allow yourself to embrace it and to embody it. Because until we do, we're holding ourselves back from knowing our full potential, from knowing what we're really capable of, from knowing that we're all connected, and that when we embrace ourselves, we're embracing others at the same time. Oh my God, I am totally overheating. I need to get some water and like splash it all up over my face, but it's really been fun and amazing to allow myself to sit down and to journal again and to allow my expression and my words to really come forward and to be brave and courageous and share this and and to share these words and I plan to do more of it on Instagram and I plan to do more of it on this podcast when I when I can and something that I wrote last night that I find actually is really like in tune and on theme with everything that I just shared is that you can't run from who you are. You can try and this element of self-preservation and protecting yourself, but at the end of the day, you can't run from the embodiment of who you are and you can't run from your joy and your passion because it will continue to try and find you. And it's your job to embrace it and to run with it. And sometimes it takes time and a willingness to slow down a little bit to be able to really see what it is that you love and see really what it is that lights you up from the inside out. But I just feel more and more that the moments that we find ourselves in, the environment, the circumstances, the relationships, the challenges, the growth, it's all here to allow us to learn different lessons. And I think the greatest lesson of all is this understanding and knowing that you have the choice and the ability and the courage to step forward in your truth and to fully embrace it and to be unapologetic about it. (sighs) I need to take a breath. But I hope that this message resonates and I had no intention of talking about this, but clearly I think it was meant to be shared. And what I really wanted to talk about in this week's episode was I wanted to talk a little bit more about my spirituality and my spiritual journey. But I think 
my writing is a core element of that. And my writing came as a byproduct of allowing myself to open up more and to be more open and honest with myself and to allow that to really step forward. So this has already been 25 minutes. So I'll do another episode that will come out probably later this month about my spiritual journey a little bit more because this has been something that I've been talking about on the show since January and we've had some incredible intuitives and healers on the podcast from Aiden Chase to Nicola Berman. We're going to have more conversations like that this summer and so I got to share. I want to share a little bit more but I hope that these messages resonate and just know that you're always growing and you're always changing and you're always shifting and you're always gifted truly the opportunity to step forward in who you are. So never forget it. So I hope you like the new cover art. Send me a DM or an email and let me know what you think. I think it pops. I think it's like the upgrade that the podcast and I was ready for and I'm excited and um, June is going to be such a fun month for Seek the Joy podcast. I am releasing three ebooks. Um, two of them are going to be focused on podcasting. I've had so many people reach out to me, ask me for tips and tricks and advice on how to start your own podcast. And I wish I could just sit down and talk with everybody and talk about podcasting, but oh my God, there are not enough hours in the day. And so I thought, I'm going to create an ebook and it has been so much fun, by the way, to sit down, create this ebook, to write it, to design it myself. Um, So I'm so excited to share this with you and to gift it to you guys this month. If you want to be the first to know um, when the ebooks drop, just send me an email, sydney at seeklejoypodcast.com. I will put you on the list and I have some other projects in the works for the summer. So I'm just feeling super inspired and creative and it is such a fun space to be in, especially after I think kind of for the last five, six months being in this space of just moving through um, what it is that I've been experiencing, which oftentimes has felt like moving through a bit of mud. And I feel like the skies are clearing a little bit and maybe something energetically has shifted. I don't know what it is, but I am here for it. Um, So I'm excited to keep sharing. And if you enjoyed this podcast, if you want to support Seek the Joy, support me, I would be so grateful if you left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. When you do, take a screenshot of that review, send it to sydney at seekthejoypodcast.com and I will send you our new and improved Seek the Joy guide for infusing more joy into your life and it's also a great way um, for us to connect outside of the show. Make sure that you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts or really wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and share this podcast with your friends or your family or honestly anyone that you think might connect to seek the joy and enjoy it and love its message and make sure to connect with us on social media we are at seek the joy podcast everywhere and i'm just so excited i am so burning up right now oh my goodness i need to go splash some water on my face but so happy to connect with you guys let me know what you think about this one and Oh, before I forget, don't forget to check out the incredible features that we've had on the site on Joy Corner. It has been so much fun. I think I've featured almost 50 incredible women since January. It's our interview style blog series and I would just 
love it if you checked it out and i think that's it um come back here next week for another seek the joy tuesday i'm going to have another phenomenal guest on the show next week i can't wait for you guys to hear that one and until then thank you so much for being here thank you so much for listening and tuning in i am just so grateful to practice my own courage and push myself and allow myself to be more vulnerable and really embody my truth and my words and everything else in between and so how do i end this well i'll just see you guys back here next week for another seek the joy tuesday